Welcome to Pop Culture on the Rocks. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pop Culture on the Rocks. I'm Callan. I'm here with Anna, as always, and we are back with another week of Big Brother 23 updates and commentary. You know, last time we were saying it was a little bit boring, for lack of a better word, and, you know, it's like they can hear us out there, because yep. it definitely, definitely got more interesting this week, so... We're going to be diving into all of that. But before we get into it, we always have a beverage. So, Anna, what are you drinking today? It's nothing new or out of the blue, but I'm having my last margarita. I finished my tequila bottle and I finished my margarita bottle. So it just kind of, yeah, it just kind of worked out right there. A historic day, that end of that tequila bottle. I know, it took me a while. (laughs) I know people are like, good grief, did she even drink anything? No, I I really (laughs) did not drink anything other than the episodes, basically. (laughs) But Uh yeah, I'm excited. for. I have a couple ideas where I want to go next. Next, so just got to hit up the liquor right. store recent some you know that's on point during this week but yeah just yeah. having my margarita in my hogwarts wine glass love that you know that's what classy people do so i'm trying <laughs> <laughs> remind everybody what hogwarts house you are in i'm in ravenclaw partly i choose that one and partly, right. that is what the um, Pottermore quiz put me in. Yes. So you ch- you chose each other. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of, I guess I had the Harry Potter moment where I have the sorting hat and I'm like, no, I want to be in Ravenclaw. Wherever Luna Lovegood is, that's where I want to be. That's right. <laughs> that's part of it. That's how Harry yeah. partially got into Gryffindor is he wanted that. Right. So I-, I believe in that. It listens to you. <laughs> that listens. <laughs> What about you? I know we've shared our houses before, but... Yeah, I think I'm Hufflepuff. See, I, I the Pottermore quiz definitely told me I was Hufflepuff, which I think makes sense. But I also am like you in that I kind of feel like I should be in Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. But I think I've said before, I'm divergent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just... I feel like none of them are just perfect. Right. So, yeah. I wonder if they have some type of like exchange program to where it's like, okay, your first year Mm -hmm. at Hogwarts, you can be this house. And then the second year you can try this one and (laughs) I love that like Like a four year, a four year program. See, you would come out the most well-rounded. Right. Which I mean, that's what you want. You don't want to just have only one characteristic. That's true. You know, and I could connect with anyone. Right. Because I I can relate. I like that idea. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm all of them. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, it was always funny with like that. And then when Divergent came out Mm -hmm. and it was like, what? What is that called? It's not your I don't even remember. It's um, yeah, very much the same. Yeah. I can't think of the term, but and I can't even think of all of them. I just know it's like dauntless and candor dauntless was like gryffindor basically candor abnegation i'm like we gotta come up with some catchier yeah catchier words see obviously i forgot it for a reason (laughs) (laughs) yeah abnegation and then um erudite which i never understood Mm. why it's pronounced that way i 
I, I always thought it's not pronounced how it's spelled. Right. At least in the movies. So I have no idea if I just said it right or not. And then Amity. Yes. I always said I was an Amity. Me too. They were like, yeah. <laughs> I want to be the flower child who's just like, the whatever. The flower child, yeah. Out there planting my potatoes. Like, y'all handle <laughs> That's the life. this apocalyptic world. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What a throwback. Yes. Yes. And then you, we're not even getting into the Hunger Games districts. True. That's a that's whole other. More. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just look at the draw. Like, sorry, you were born there. <laughs> yeah. It's a little more like privilege versus yeah. disadvantage and all that. Yeah. 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 So complex. Well, you know, I mean, this is actually is appropriate uh, conversation for this season of Big Brother 23 because there True. were teams up until uh, the end of this week when it was dissolved. But True. This is actually, look at us tying it all together. Yeah, we must be <laughs> pros or something. Wow. <laughs> well, I am drinking this week a new beverage for me. You actually had it recently, but I did a little poll on our Instagram at Pop Culture on the Rocks podcast. Go follow. And I asked everyone if I should have a classic French 75, of course, keeping Frenchie you know, in mind, a good throwback. <laughs> or if I should have a new drink that I've been talking about trying, which is a tequila soda. And the overwhelming majority, almost 80% of the vote said to try something new and do a tequila soda. So that is what I have. And I was just debating like, okay, which tequila do I try? Because right. I'm at my parents' house right now and they have three different tequilas. So I knew <laughs> that I would have to figure it out. But I ended up going with Añejo. If anyone has had that, it's a very smooth tequila. It's almost no burn, which pretty good. Yeah. A little scary. <laughs> it's that like pure. <laughs> but. Really good. So I did some of that. Um, we just had Perrier. So I added that and then like half of a lime. It's really good. I'm enjoying it. So got it on my fancy ice yes. in like a scotch glass or something. So I feel really, really cool. So <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's me. I'm getting closer to that sipping it straight. Exactly. So next time, if you have the choice between a vodka soda or a tequila soda, do you have a preference now? Hmm, good question. I think I would say tequila soda. Yeah. All right. All right. I agree. Yeah. I'm in the same camp. I've been yes. converted. Yes. At least in that aspect. Yeah, in that way. <laughs> I think so, too. I mean, I like vodka. Tito's, obviously, love Tito's. But it has not really a flavor. Like, that's kind mm -hmm. of the point of it. Yeah. So, I feel like with tequila soda, I'm actually enjoying the taste and experience of the alcohol itself. Not just, like, the feeling that it's <laughs> supposed to be giving me. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel you there it's but good. with either it, it is it needs the lime mm -hmm. it just amps it up for sure yeah yeah most definitely gives it that fresh element yes well i have something super random to interject go for it it's been a while since we've talked about what we are currently watching i know for mm -hmm. me i'm kind of catching up on a lot of things that i'm behind on but mm -hmm. yesterday i watched a throwback for me and Callan. 
I don't know if you've watched it yet or not, but mm-hmm. I watched Love is Blind After the Altar. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is a three-part series, kind of like a follow-up to almost the reunion that was a follow-up to the show. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but it was really fun, very dramatic as usual. If you've never, yeah. if you have no idea what Love is Blind is, it's a Netflix uh, romance dating show, I guess. Mm-hmm. And basically people meet different singles through a special pod, as they call it. So basically <laughs> you get to know people without ever seeing them, without ever being physically intimate. But the, the, <laughs> the like, kind of the catch, I guess is you have to get engaged in order to see each other in person. So there are several couples who get engaged, but then they may break up before they get married. And then there are some who actually ended up getting married. And there are even some that uh, got left at the altar. So dun, dun, dun. lots of juicy drama. <laughs> yeah. But this is like the year follow up from the reunion. And they all kind of, not everyone is there, but some of the noteworthy couples or singles now mm-hmm. <laughs> were there. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. And I didn't realize, I, I totally missed it. It even, like, this is even a thing. It just popped mm-hmm. up kind of like, you because you've watched Love is Blind, maybe you'd want to watch this. And yeah. I thought it was way older because I just hadn't heard about it, but it premiered less than a month ago. So I don't feel yeah. as bad. I'm like, well, I was on top of things and didn't even realize it. <laughs> That's right. Yes, I'd heard a few people talking about it. I feel like it wasn't really promoted heavily, mm-hmm. but it had started being suggested to me on my Netflix, but okay. I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. So, yeah. All right. So you feel like it's worth watching, catching up with the with the people? Um, <laughs> there's really only one couple that, like, I really care about. Yeah. I won't say who, but if you've watched Love is Blind, you probably know who I'm talking about. Yeah. So I would say probably the one couple everybody cares about. Yes, exactly. The (laughs) one who have like 2 million followers on Instagram, all that stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, So they're obviously one of the major proponents of the episodes. So that was fun seeing them. And yeah, I mean, I think it's worth it. You know, it's kind of fun seeing what's happened between then and now. And you get to Mm -hmm. see some people that you never thought you would see again, which is kind of fun, I guess. Yeah. Whether you love them or you hate them or you love to hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am hopeful that this like reunion, you know, catch up whatever you want to call it means that they're going to do another season Mm -hmm. because obviously you would not have practically a second reunion (laughs) if it weren't really popular and I mean hello it was all the the talk yeah last year so I'm really hopeful they'll do a second season because I really enjoyed the premise and I just thought it was really fun I mean I think they totally could do it I mean Love Island is doing their stuff the Bachelor's Mm -hmm. doing all their stuff so I mean COVID has I don't think would get in the way of that because you're not just like traveling everywhere you don't have people coming in and out yeah I think it's doable I think so I think it's almost like built for it so Mm -hmm. I would love to I would love to have another season and I don't know to me if Too Hot to Handle has already had multiple seasons why (laughs) does Love is Blind not have multiple seasons true true 
<laughs> well, I will throw in here, since we're just already chatting about it, we're kind of in the reality world. Obviously, I have been watching Love Island US this season. I think it's been a really good season, and I feel like America agrees with me because I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of chatter about it. I feel like more chatter than ever before um, just online about it. So I think it's been a successful season for them. I did want to mention that I also watched the first season of Love Island UK. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I guess one day I'll have to do like a Love Island episode and kind of explain, you know, in depth the differences. And yes, this is all probably considered close to trash tv (laughs) like (laughs) especially the uk version honestly but i you know y'all know me but i draw the line at too hot to handle everybody knows this i will not watch that so (laughs) yeah uk was really good i enjoyed the first season it's kind of a commitment as is like a big brother season because the first season of love island uk had somewhere in the ballpark of like 34 episodes Goodness. so yeah yeah um and it was doing like the catch-up episode every week okay. um so i would skip that one but yeah still a, a commitment honestly yeah. you could probably put it on in the background but i'm just gonna go ahead and give the disclaimer that if you think love island us is like vulgar y'all ain't seen nothing yet (laughs) (laughs) um i think they have different regulation as far as like which i've picked this up by watching other british television Mm -hmm. they definitely can show some stuff that we cannot show in america Mm -hmm. which is funny to me because in my mind we would be like the raunchier country yeah that's how i feel too it's like we're the rebellious country you know we want to get away (laughs) from all of that (laughs) Yeah, they're demure, like manners. They have a queen. The queen would not be happy. I know, but no. The only queen we have is Queen Latifah. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) It is not matching up. Like the the expectation is just so different. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, obviously it'd probably be different if like Love Island US aired on like HBO or Showtime as opposed to CBS. But at the same time, I've been watching like the bonus episodes on paramount plus that probably are slightly you know more like pushing the line of stuff we couldn't show on cbs Mm -hmm. still nothing nothing in comparison to uk so i don't know if it was this group of people that i watched or whatever but i mean and there's no censoring of the language whatsoever either right so i I don't know that reminded me (laughs) that's what it was okay you talking about if Love Island was on, um, I don't know what that's called, like HBO, HBO. or Showmax, yeah. or Showmax, Showtime, uh, <laughs> yeah. where there's not as much regulation for things like that. We were watching something on HBO Max, and we were sitting on just like the homepage, so I was flipping through some of their stuff. I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen this, but it stopped on a still of like three beautiful women and like very like... Mm, skimpy bikinis and things like that yeah and there's these like if you look closely because it stopped for a good minute if you look closely there are like men underwater who are like sneakily like coming for them almost (laughs) looks like jaws but like 
their people, if that, makes, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. what in the world is this? Okay, it's called F-Boy Island. <laughs> My coworker was telling me about the I really, show. I don't know yes. anything about it, but you saying that yes. just reminded me of it. And I yes. was thinking, I, of course, I thought of you because I was like, okay, is this like a more vulgar version? Do you know anything about it? I only know what he told me. And it's funny because I was saying like, Have, are you watching Love Island? Because he'll watch The Bachelorette and he had not. But apparently he was watching F-Boy Island with his <laughs> girlfriend, which cracked me up he might be listening hello <laughs> um he's a he's a listener of the podcast but that cracked me up but I had not seen anything about it obviously knowing me it's it's worth a shot on my you know for me as a viewer of <laughs> trash television so I'll, I guess I should watch the first episode and let y'all know what I think but definitely yeah from from what I understand it sees yeah I guess three girls that are dating different batches of guys and there's something in there they have to decide like if they are like like I'm pretty sure they actually plant people like that's part of the show is like some of these people are here for a relationship and some of them are like f boys and like not really good for you (laughs) and all that I don't I don't remember what he said exactly about the premise but I mean it sounded ridiculous but also like well maybe it's entertaining (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it's entertaining. Oh, that's too funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let y'all know if I give it a try because I do have HBO Max. So, yeah, might um, as well. At least watch the first know, episode, you know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and if I can't sit through it like I couldn't sit through Too Hot Channel, then I'll know that it's past yeah. past the, the point for even, even me with right. my low standards. So You can just read the Wikipedia summary, which is what I usually do. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I just see what happens. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I love a good romance show, though. It's just a romance reality show is probably my kryptonite. <laughs> I love it. Hey, if that's your kryptonite, that's not too bad. That's not bad. I feel like that's a common yeah. thing. So. Everyone has a guilty pleasure that they're kind of like, is a little embarrassing but there's so many people that are in the same boat so no shame look we wouldn't have this many of them if a lot of people weren't watching them it's fine but and it's just fun to talk about it's just it is it's ridiculous but and so yeah the first season of love island uk was in 2015 so of course after i finished it i had to go see what everyone was doing and it's weird because since this was like six years ago a lot of them have like children now or yeah yeah so it's just weird to see like what they're doing Mm -hmm. if they're still single or what the case is so anyway I'll definitely do a Love Island educational episode one day. Um, But I had been hearing that this current season of Love Love Island UK, because I think the US and UK versions usually run in tandem. I had heard that it was really good. Hmm. But y'all know I I like to start in order. Yes. My brain just loves the chronological. (laughs) And I'm sure I'm going to have to like kind of take breaks just because the seasons are so long. It's like, okay, there's only so much of this I can watch at one time. Yeah. But eventually I'll get there to a more current season and we'll see. But yeah. And it's on Hulu. That's how I'm watching it. So these are available on Hulu. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I was wondering how you were able to find the international version because sometimes those can just be like 
in the weeds trying to find where to watch it. I know. I really don't know why that one is available on like Hulu and it was like suggested to me. So that's why I watched it because I didn't have to like really do any work to go seek it out. But I don't know why that one would be so accessible and things like Big Brother UK or something Mm -hmm. like where is that to be found? on a normal streaming service you know i don't have to go to a a fan page and find yeah exactly i've been there yeah yeah exactly so i don't know what the deal is there but yeah it's available on on the hulu so all right check it out but speaking of big brother i guess we'll just we'll dive into uh these happenings because like we said it was a more exciting week, uh, for better or for worse, than <laughs> we have had. Right. Um, and I feel like this was the first week where I really wasn't sure what was going to happen, mm-hmm. even though there was kind of a plan. I felt like this one was a lot more up in the air than the past ones where they're trying to edit it to make it look like it's up right, in the air. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah, like with last week's episode where Whitney is evicted it was just kind of like okay you're yeah. not really well, yeah yeah for people exactly. who watch a lot of reality television it can be easy sometimes to read what's plus I mean we watch the feeds anyway so we kind of know what's going to happen but yeah mm-hmm. there's just sometimes where it's like just stop you can't convince yeah me. <laughs> like we we know yeah 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 um so where we had left off um, was Derek X one HOH, which I was excited about because I like him, mm-hmm. and he has become you know one of my top players this season. But also I was like, I don't know if this is the best move, especially where this was an HOH where he really did kind of have a choice of mm-hmm. if he was going to win or not. Not really sure it was the best move just because now he at this point, he had won two vetoes. Now he was winning an HOH and he's already in people's mind as like a competition threat. Mm-hmm. And I don't really feel like he had to win he was in a good spot with the royal flush like i didn't really feel like anyone was coming after him right now so i was a little bit like "Eh, i don't know if you really needed to do this this might just really make the target on your back bigger but he did it anyway so here we are (laughs) yeah but we love a good wall comp absolutely and we talked about towards the end of the episode that competition was on the live feeds which is always super exciting getting to Mm -hmm. see it play out live and there were a lot of people who were really excited like all the super fans were really excited to participate in a wall competition which we love and something that was interesting was Derek X which I assume are we going to refer to him as Derek as he's usually referred to yeah that 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 will be fine (laughs) yeah so for clarification Derek X is going to be referred to as Derek and Derek F will be referred to as Big D (laughs) As he's ta- as he's referred to in the house, and occasionally I don't know if we'll call Xavier X, but he is also called X in the house to add extra confusion. <laughs> but while they were on the wall, Derek X gave s- promised safety to Alyssa and to Xavier, and following. <laughs> That was just such an awkward exchange between Derek X and Xavier where he's just like, you know, like, I'm sure a lot of emotions are going through Derek X. He's tired. He's probably hungry. Stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And then Xavier goes up to him to shake his hand and he's like, yeah, so I'm safe. And the entire Kings team's safe. (laughs) 
And yeah. I know if, if I were Derek X, I would be like, like, dude, we just got done with this. Can you give me like two seconds to to cool off uh-huh. a little bit before we start going crazy? <laughs> yeah. It was like he wanted him to think that that was the deal that he made on the wall. And it was. Yeah. Not. And I'm glad. Honestly, I'm glad that Derek X was like, no, I promised you safety. You shouldn't yeah. have to worry about everyone else because. Which I think that's totally reasonable because you're saving four people. Plus, I mean, I Alyssa's know. already safe anyway. Or he's promised yeah, safety exactly. to her. So it's like, just just keep just keep a lookout for yourself, okay? <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's, it's just unreasonable. We'll talk about this, but they gave Derek a hard time this week kind of about betraying the Royal Flush maybe too early. But if you kind of think about it, if the Royal Flush were so solid, then why did Xavier feel like he had to ask for safety for Sarah Beth and Christian? That's very true. Yeah. I just thought about that. That's very true. (laughs) And it is interesting because like we said, the teams are gone. No one is, you know, really thinking about the teams. But, of course, it's in the back of everyone's mind that this is the alliance that I've made. And it is interesting that he says the Kings and not the Royal Flush or, you know, keep our alliance safe. So. Yeah. You think you just be like, we're all good, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I didn't blame Derek for. Uh, I'm glad he kind of got out of that one. Yeah. And I'm glad that he presented Xavier like hey I'm just clarifying that this was the the deal that we made on the actual wall and this is what I'm Mm -hmm. sticking to so you're not going to say that I broke your promise because I'm not exactly yeah Mm -hmm. it was good that he like went ahead and clarified that yeah Yeah. so I guess um since we didn't have a wild card competition this week the main discussion was who is Derek going to nominate Mm -hmm. um so there was a lot of questioning about that back and forth about him deciding um we saw him asking basically everybody hey will you be a pawn right (laughs) and I just feel like it's really rare when somebody's like, yeah, sure, I'm happy to do that. Mm -hmm. I kind of knew, well, no matter what, somebody's going to be upset. Yeah, most definitely. So he ended up nominating Sarah Beth and Brittany. Now, Brittany is, at this point, uh, experiencing her third time on the block. She... Like I said, became the professional pawn, um, much to her, (laughs) what's the word? She's very, she did not claim that. She did not want that. She's very upset every time, but you know, once it happens early. Exactly. And it seems like there's one every season. There's somebody that it's just, you know, it just becomes easy to put that person up again. (laughs) You know, everybody becomes Johnny Mac. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The best pawn of all time. Agreed. Love Johnny. Um, I I would be really upset if that were me, mainly because I would be like, crap. Like, mm-hmm. really, this became my purpose in the house. <laughs> like, that would be so annoying. So, I yeah, I understand her frustration. But I guess the real kicker was that he nominated Sarah Beth. And first of all, she is a member of the Royal Flush. So people didn't really understand 
why is he nominating her? Mm-hmm. Um, and by people, I mean Christian and Alyssa. I guess everybody else was kind of in on it. That mm-hmm. Derek's plan from the get-go was to backdoor Christian. So he didn't want Christian to be on the block. So he would hopefully not get a chance to play in veto. Since he has had also a very high win percentage. He didn't want him to have a chance to save himself. So that was the plan. And I... I I had some feelings about this plan. I would love to hear your initial thoughts on the Christian backdooring plan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard because like I understand both sides of the strategy. I I'm thinking more so what is Derek X strategy for going whichever way, whether it is he goes with the royal flush or he does what he did. So as far as sticking with the royal flush, I can understand that. You know, it's more of an easier week where you're probably going to nominate maybe like Brittany and Derek F or, you know, one of the jokers who's not in your alliance. And then depending on who wins, you just put up another joker or you find a pawn to put up. But I can understand where he's coming from too, because, well, I should say, I I should go back. I do think there's benefits in having people who are also competition threats within your alliance and just within the house in general because you have those people who are seen as bigger than you and almost like a meat shield if you watch Jeremy Collins play on Survivor. You hear that all the time about Mm -hmm. having meat shields in front of you to really block any type of potential targets that you would have on you. So I can understand that. At the same time, I can understand where Derek X is coming from I mean, the Royal Flush is a rather large alliance considering, and obviously he's very close with Hannah, who is not part of the Royal Flush, although now she knows what the Royal Flush is because Tiffany slipped on that one. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, that's not someone he's going to go against. So that's another person that's in his alliance, but is one less target to go after. And eventually, I mean, eventually you're going to have to eat each other and... Probably he's going to be more at the top of the list because he is the outlier being the ace, the only ace within the Royal Flush and Mm -hmm. being a competition threat like we talked about and not being a part of other alliances like the cookout. So I don't know. It's one of those things like it's really just going to depend how it goes the next couple weeks. If I mean, he says in the episode where he's like, this is going to make or break my game, which is absolutely true. So mm-hmm. my answer is going to be in the next few weeks, if he's still here, I agree. And if he's not still here, I think it was the worst decision he ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like, it's one of those things where I have my opinion, but I guess my opinion is going to change based on if he is still here or if he's not, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's a, I mean, I get it. It's a hard decision. And especially, you know, the the argument that he makes is, I mean, I want him, I want to get him out before he gets me, which is understandable. And, you know, who's to say what Christian would have done if he became HOH this week? Who knows? But I mean, there are other competition threats, I would think. I mean, they just may not be as obvious as Christian and Derek X, but I think people consider Kyland a threat and they consider Xavier a threat. And even someone like Hannah, who's considered to be very mentally just tapped into the game itself and is a super fan. So she's going to know a lot about memory competitions. So 
I don't know. You know, there are a lot of threats for different reasons. And sometimes those threats get just like blown up. And sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, we got nothing to worry about. And then they go on a run and, you know, you said at the end with Mickey. So (laughs) exactly. My thoughts at the beginning of the week when he was talking about the Christian thing, really Derek's main point this entire week was I've got to get him before he gets me. Mm hmm. I totally understand that. And here's where I could be wrong. It's kind of like, I've at this point, I just will never know, I guess. Right. Obviously, I'm giving the disclaimer that I really like Derek and I am rooting for him and I'm on his side. But that whole thing, I was like, I really don't think that's a problem right now. I really don't think that you need to go after him yet. Like, I understand taking the shot when you can. He doesn't know that he'll be HOH again to do it. Like... I understand the arguments there mm-hmm. that people would have. But from my perspective, Derek was not on Christian's radar yet to go after in the impending weeks. Like, obviously, they're going to have to go after each other at some point. But so this was the fifth eviction only. Like, we're not even a jury yet. And to me, that means there's so many competitions left. Why are you taking out somebody that is exactly what you're saying, this shield for you? And to me, people are always going to be going after Christian before they're going after Derek. Because I feel like Derek's probably more friendly with a lot of them. I don't know. He can Mm -hmm. hide back a little bit because he had won vetoes, but he hadn't won an HOH yet. I don't know. I just... My whole perspective this week was, like, I just feel like it's too too early for this, but I don't know. And, I mean, Christian was HOH the week prior, and he was not even talking about Derek, so I, mm-hmm. I don't know. That was my kind of thought with it, so, yeah, I just thought it was kind of early. Yeah, but. and timing is everything, right? Yeah, and that's the thing, I just, I don't care, you know, I, I don't, I'm pretty, like, neutral on Christian, like, he seems like a good guy. He seems well-liked. He was not one that I was just, like, really pulling for. So it's not like I'm just, oh, my gosh, don't send him home. Yeah. But it was, like, I don't – I really don't think he's coming after you yet. And I just think it was a little bit early when we still have, like, these jokers. And I don't think you have to blow up the royal flush yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, let somebody else kind of take the shot, but – that's not what he wanted to do, so that's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, he went ahead and nominated Sarah Beth and Brittany. Now, I'm going to point out a couple things that I saw in the episodes. So, first of all, before the nominations, when he was talking to everyone, and he talked to Xavier, who, of course, is on the former Kings, so him, Alyssa, Christian, and Sarah Beth, when... Derek was basically hinting at, like, I've got to put a Kings person up. Like, and I I totally get that. Like, this is the biggest team left. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to make you look bad if you don't put a Kings, a King member up. Well, Xavier said, without naming names, he alluded to he would put Christian up. So he was basically giving Derek, like, I'm kind of, I'm not going to be really upset if you do that. Mm-hmm. So, like, he, he you know, knew it was, he had safety, and Alyssa had safety, you know, promised to them on the wall. 
And I think this was during that conversation when Derek was clarifying, hey, like Christian and Sarah Beth, like I didn't promise them safety. And he basically alluded to, well, then you should put up Christian. Like, I don't remember what exactly he said, but I was like, oh, okay. He's not going to be upset if Christian goes up. All right. So then Sarah Beth, same deal, basically, when... Derek was talking to her about, hey, like, I want to put you up as a pawn or, you know, you're not my target. Christian really is. I mean, she didn't have a problem. Like, okay, you know, like, whatever keeps me safe, basically, go after Christian. Mm -hmm. And the back of people's minds, they probably know they have to break up Christian and Alyssa, Mm -hmm. the showmance, at some point. So it was funny to me to watch throughout the week, especially Xavier, like, acting very loyal to the Kings knowing and Derek knowing too that they weren't as loyal <laughs> yeah. as they were portraying themselves to be. So that was really interesting to me. So they played in the veto. I'm just going to go ahead and say Claire. <laughs> I'm just laughing at Claire's like, I don't, go, I don't need to win this. So I'm, I'm curious to see now that we're about to be in jury, like, okay, are we going to like continue playing the game? What are we yeah. going to do? Which I get it, especially, you know, you don't want to get caught in any of that or feel like you're mm-hmm. choosing a side earlier than you want to. Yeah. That competition is always hilarious. Like any of those, uh, <laughs> you have to do certain counters and like the motions are always just somewhat sexual and yeah. just a little bit awkward and funny. Um, yeah, it was a funny veto. <laughs> yeah, like that gif, I saw a gif of Brittany when she's in like the neck one of her just yeah. going back and forth. And <laughs> all these gifts were like, Brittany is giving herself a concussion trying to win <laughs> this veto <Yes>. competition. <laughs> it was like her eyes couldn't keep up with how yeah. fast her head was turning. <laughs> like, I hope she's okay. <laughs> Yeah, she was ready to get off of that block. That is for sure. She was like, I am winning this. In the zone. So, <laughs> yeah, go, go, Brittany, I guess. Uh, yeah, it was a funny one. And yeah, I had that thought with Claire. I was like, I wouldn't want people to say, why did you win that when you didn't have to? Like, mm-hmm. give me a shot to win. So right. that was her best, but don't even try. Yeah. Um, so it's funny. <laughs> but I always like these comps, too, with, like, the everybody, when you get eliminated, you choose, like, a prize. Yes. And then you can steal the one before you or keep what you have. Lots of drama. Oh, it always shows the true colors yes. and thoughts. The biggest one, obviously, Sarah Beth got out second, which sucks for you. You're on the block and you get out early. But she pulled out $5,000 as her prize. And she could have stolen the veto from Claire, who had gotten out first. Right. And she chose to keep the 5000 Now, I understand this was a point of contention. Especially Alyssa was frustrated that... You know, she's in there fighting to get Sarah Beth off the block. And Sarah Beth has just, you know, chosen $5,000 over the veto. But I also am like, listen, honestly, either one of those, the veto of the 5000 if I'm out second, I got four other people coming out after, I know I'm not going to keep this veto. So, like, I understood why it was frustrating if you were still in the competition trying to help her. And she wasn't from the outside helping herself. But also, like, she was not going to get the veto. Like, she wasn't going to keep it. You know? I totally get that, too. Like, I can see where both sides are coming from. Because, I mean, 
And in Sarah Beth's mind, it's like, well, probably people further down the line are more likely to get the veto from someone than they are to get the money, you would think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a unique decision because I I feel like every single time someone takes the money, everyone's jealous, <laughs> everyone's upset. Yeah. For whatever that's true. reason. Honestly, like if I were in Sarah Beth's position in that moment, I would have the same logic of mm-hmm. Sarah Beth. Like, well, I'm not going to keep this veto. But also, I'm not trying to like make myself look bad. Kind of like on Survivor when you can eat or you can play in the immunity right. challenge. I just like, unless, I mean, who knows? I understand you're starving out there, but it's like, I just don't like giving the impression that I am just comfortable. Even yes. if I really am in a great spot, I don't want anybody else to think that I think that. Exactly. So, yeah. Honestly, I probably would have taken the veto knowing it was going to get stolen out of my hand and then sucked up whatever one of the punishments was yeah. that are usually more funny than anything. Like, yeah, I it's mean, not like they're, you know. And you're, it's going to be like you're going to be a meme and you're going to yeah. be remembered. That's going to be in like one yeah. of your photos from at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's kind of funny. I mean, the the one, the, the toilet one would have been super annoying. <laughs> But, like, usually those are kind of funny. Like, when you have one of the unitards to wear, it's like... It's funny. And, I mean, Derek's was only 24 hours. The other people's punishments are for the whole week. So, he really got lucked out there. He did. I could see, once again, both sides of the situation. When Derek got out and he pulled out a punishment, Mm -hmm. he could have taken also... The veto or the five thousand dollars. Right now, in his mind, it was Brittany and Alyssa. So, like, one of them's going to use the veto no matter what. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have to take the veto. He could have taken the five thousand dollars. And Sarah Beth very, very vocally said, "Please don't take it from me." It's my birthday. It's my birthday. You know, first of all, the editing. Let me just say, <laughs> there have been so many birthdays in this cast already. Yeah. Then I'm like, summer, summer did people. all of you just plan your birthday around this season or something? I don't I, know. I know. All these summer summer births. Right. Yeah, I was a little bit annoyed with that because I just think that's kind of awkward when people act like that in real life, too. Right. <laughs> so, in the game, even still, like, please don't take away this $5,000. Like, you know, begging. Why? Why are you this <laughs> impassioned yeah. <laughs> about it? And, like, honestly, he beat you fair and square. So, right. if, I don't know. If I were, I feel like I'd be like, well, you beat me. So, if you take the 5000 that's the game. Yeah. Sorry you got out second. Like, I, I just, that kind of annoyed me. I'm like, why are we crying over this $5,000 um, when you could win 750000 <laughs> <Right. laughs> Like, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Derek, of course, was just so nice and... He was clearly steal. unhappy, which my gosh, it was when he got stuck with, whoo, when he yeah. got stuck with the toilet punishment, he yes. was. I thought he was about to pass out from anger. <laughs> whoo, he had. Yeah, I personally have feelings. not seen him upset like that. It was just like <laughs> eyes were closed, mm-hmm. no eye contact with anyone. Just like mm-hmm. give me whatever I'm supposed to have and let's move on. Not good. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, 
that was quite the drama, but that all that veto always provides the drama, so that's Ooh, why we keep yes. it around. Okay, so Brittany ended up winning the veto. Her hard work paid yes, off. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> she finally was able to take herself off the block. So exciting. And then... Really, the debate was, are we still going to backdoor Christian, or are we going to put up Big D, who I guess was the other option? And we went around and around about about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, the big drama happened before the veto nomination ceremony when Derek decided he needed to tell Alyssa what he was about to do right. so that she would not be upset after the fact. Not sure that one worked out. <laughs> So he told her, of course she went and told Christian. And then what really got me was when Derek and the Kings were all having this conversation and Xavier and Sarah Beth were acting like this was news to them. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but I, I felt bad for Christian because his reaction was really, really upset. I mean, as it should be. Right. And, you know, I get it. That's, that's hard to hear. But yeah. at the same time... <laughs> It was just so, so they're, they're headed towards the nom- the veto nomination ceremony and Christian's like, we got to go to the, the storage room to talk real quick. I assume that's where Derek probably got some of the items he's supposed to have for the ceremony. I kind of got the impression that Derek is just more like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. You know, yeah. he's already made his decision. And I totally understand, like, I understand where Derek, I, I mean, obviously I understand where Christian's coming from. He's very upset and he wants to play the game and feels like he didn't get a fair shot not being able to play in the competition, blah, 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 boo-hoo. Um, and then, <laughs> and but then at the same time, it's like, okay, well, if Derek decides to go back on what he says, he's just further screwed because... Christian's going to want to win HOH and then he's going to have an excuse for why he's going to put up Derek. So I completely Mm -hmm. understand why no one would want to go back on that decision. Now, of course, Mm -hmm. Derek can't vote after the nomination ceremony. So whatever the house decides is the house's decision. However, Mm -hmm. I was very much like, please do not go back because once you do that, you've given them an excuse not to trust you and you've just made another enemy that unfortunately is still here because you decided not to go through with it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's exactly right. Like, if he had not said anything to Alyssa, he could have changed his mind, right. you know, but... Which, I mean, it seems like that was, like, right before the nominations, so... It was, yeah. He didn't yeah. want to uh, give them time, I'm sure, just to change his talk mind, it over. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he was committed, uh, and he had to be once he did that, because you're exactly right. I was like, well, if he goes back now, they're not gonna fully trust him ever again because he was so close to doing it so it's like you've got to really follow through at this point um and he did so it was sarah beth and christian left on the block and we knew one of the kings was going home dethroned dethroned (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be honest like watching the the time between you know christian being put on the block and the eviction we saw of course you know maybe he could have the votes if you know tiffany started going to work and he was campaigning and i really appreciated the points he was making and the effort that he was putting in to save himself and i mean i agreed with his reasoning it's like he's just always going to be a target like i don't know but i understand getting him out early as well because you're afraid you can't beat him in a competition 
depression. Like, I understand that. But yeah, I'm going to be honest, like throughout that time period, I don't know if it was because I just wanted a little drama or if (laughs) I just appreciated the effort he was putting in. But I started to kind of hope that he did not get evicted. Like, I, I found myself like, honestly, like... I'm curious. I feel like it would be a more exciting game if he stays around. So I think that was what was really driving that emotion for me. I was I was kind of like, I kind of hope the house flips in this way. Even though that would be really bad for Derek X. So, you know. Eh. But <laughs> I just kind of thought it would be more interesting. And I yeah. think it was because Sarah Beth had annoyed me during that veto. That I was like, you know, this would be interesting <laughs> if, you, if you go to. But... I don't know. I, I just, I think I wanted some, some drama. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what a lot of fans just wanted was like, not just a, a, a unanimous decision again. And it's just kind of like, all right, same old, same yeah. old. It was a very yeah. exciting couple days of the feeds mm-hmm. and just reading what all was going on in that house because Tiffany was just like ready to flip that house upside down. Of course, there are other people involved, but... Mm-hmm. I feel like Tiffany's just, I mean, unfortunately for her, I think it's become more evident that she has a lot of sway in the house, which mm-hmm. obviously is going to make people very cautious with her. So yeah. I was a little sad about that because I do think that that just kind of opened a can of worms for her during this week. But man, it was so exciting seeing her just being like, well, what about this? And what do you think about that? So that was really interesting watching all of that. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts about Tiffany, all of that. Yeah. But. Yeah, because that started getting, you know, we saw that little drama going on between the members of the cookout, which is bound to happen at any point with an alliance. Like, there's always going to be disagreements. There's always going to be a power struggle. Right. Because people don't like to feel like they're just being told what to do. Yeah. So it's bound to happen. Yeah. It'll happen again, I'm sure. You know, I don't know if she handled it all perfectly because she right. really made Big D and Ozma mad. And I feel like she should have kind of backed off when she realized, ooh, like I'm kind of pushing a bit. Now, the whole thing with Claire and Tiffany wanting to talk to Brittany and then like Ozma and Big D following her up there, like, you know, bodyguards. Bodyguards. Yeah. It. I thought that whole thing was a little bit ridiculous. Like, I understood why Tiffany was in frustrated. It's like, okay, she's an adult. Like, let me talk to her alone. Right. But I do think that the issue, it maybe would have been easier if Tiffany would have gotten Brittany herself and been like, hey, I'd like to talk to you. Rather than the guy that Sending you were crush. trying to save. Like, hmm, I, know. I wonder what they're going to talk about. I know. I think it... I, I definitely agree. It was not, I don't know what that thought process was of sending Christian in there to like get her. And it's obvious, like, no, she only asked for Brittany. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, obviously something's going on and they know, okay, we're aligned with her. So why is she trying yeah. to and do like this? Like everything else in this game, like you can understand to a degree where people are coming from because- yeah. The Jokers, really all of the teams, I feel like, are pretty close. At least some of the members Mm -hmm. are pretty close together. And the Jokers especially have really bonded. And so you have Brittany, who's not part of the cookout. And 
you know, I get to see why Big D and Ozzy are kind of like, wait, why is she being able to come out and talk to our Alliance member and we're not able to go? Does she trust her more than she trusts me? And a lot of complex stuff going on. It is because then later you had Tiffany upset that Big D and Ozzy weren't trusting her. Right. With the Britney thing. It all comes down to a lack of communication as usual, typical therapist yeah. answer, but that's basically what it always is, is like, yeah. we really just needed to talk. Those three cookout members needed to talk and Tiffany say, hey, this is what I really would like to do. And first of all, you know, her communication style, I think is different than what Aza and Big D really wanted because they had that feeling of she wants to dictate what we're doing without hearing us out. Mm-hmm. And you see that so much in just mm-hmm. reality games in general. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was a difficult, <laughs> that was a difficult moment just because there was a lot of tension, a lot of heightened emotions. And yes, really, I mean, that kind of was the turning point where I think the Jokers said, we are not going to do what Tiffany wants us to do because of yeah. that. And yeah. I mean, like Brittany said, she likes Christian and was thinking about voting for Sarah Beth instead. But at the same time, she's close with her Jokers and it just didn't happen. And it just shows you there's so much more to voting somebody out then do I want them in or do I want them out Mm -hmm. because I mean yeah Christian easily could have been safe if it was like who do we like the best or who's everybody friends with and it it wasn't even at that point he's a bigger competitor it was like Tiffany is over here fighting for him and we don't want to want to do what Tiffany wants so we're not gonna vote for him and it's like at this point it's not even about him at all so (laughs) it's just a very layered situation absolutely in that in any of these shows like it's never just a surface level decision there's a lot that goes into it and honestly I feel like that's a big part of where in this game and Survivor that's where the luck aspect comes into play true not even the luck competitions that we have but like if somebody is defending you and like campaigning for you and but making people mad, like, yeah. that could come back to bite you and you didn't even mm-hmm. do anything. Yeah. You know, so, huh, sorry for, sorry for him that uh, didn't, didn't work out. So, he had uh, Xavier and his girl, Alyssa, Alyssa of course, mm-hmm. yeah, had their votes, but that was it. So, he ended up getting the boot. Yep. Got the boot and Derek got what he wanted. It was really interesting to me. I don't know if you, I mean, we've talked about how Callan's really all about those love dating reality shows. So I found it interesting that Julie mentioned something. I remember she called Christian Alyssa's boyfriend or something along those lines that there was a title there, which from my understanding, there is no title because they, I think the night before eviction, you know, Christian's kind of like, okay, it seems like it's going to be me going home. This is going to be our last night together. And uh, apparently the way it goes is, you know, at some point during the day, I think it may be like midnight Thursday or mid, I guess technically midnight Wednesday going into Thursday, the have-nots are no longer have-nots. And so they don't have to sleep in the have-not room anymore. And basically everyone who was a have-not kind of told Alyssa and Christian like, okay, you can have the have-not room. So you have a night together just to, to cuddle or whatever. 
Well, then Derek X comes into the picture and is like, well, you're welcome or told Christian, you're welcome to have the HOH room if you want for oh, wow. further privacy and you have a locked door mm. and your own bathroom, <laughs> you know, those whole things. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, like we all know what you want to do. So uh-huh. <laughs> we're trying to give you the cards to make it happen. Yeah. And so um, very uncomfortable situation because, I mean, I, I, I won't even get to all that. Anyway, so <laughs> Alyssa and Christian, like, from my perspective, Christian is very much into Alyssa, wants to have a relationship outside of the house, wants to almost, like, establish that they are together once he leaves. I'm sure to hopefully get an exclusive relationship going on beforehand and Alyssa's not really so much in that camp to where she would want to talk about it outside of the house without the cameras Mm. and the pressure and not being separated for two months so I can understand both sides but that whole situation with the have not room where he comes to her and is like hey Derek X is letting us use his HOH room instead. And she's kind of like, I don't remember the exact wording that she uses, but it's almost like, well, isn't it obvious what we're going to be doing? You know what I mean? Where it's kind of like, America's going to know we have ultimate privacy. Like the door is locked. No one can come in. We have our own bathroom, that whole deal. And it's kind of Mm -hmm. like, she... I get the impression that she was kind of like, I don't want to have that. Even if nothing happened, it's like, it looks... Like something could happen Mm -hmm. versus you're in the have not room. You're still on the same floor as everyone else. Someone still could walk in. I'm sure there's probably a bedroom next to them. So no like bumping and grinding can be happening in there. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So yeah, that was a little juicy information there. But good to know. (laughs) I didn't know about this. Yeah. Yeah. So I can understand where Alyssa's coming from. Even if you don't do anything, it's like, you know, it it can look like something's happened, even though nothing may have happened. Uh, Yeah. And people on these shows seem to be one way or the other. Like, they really don't care. Because, like, they're in the moment. They don't don't really care, like, if America sees anything or knows anything's going on. And then you have some people that just do not want to do that on television at all. Where there's a camera anywhere nearby. So I understand that. And especially if I'm sure she's thinking I'm going to make it to the end. I'm going to be in here a while longer. And I mean obviously she'll be in the jury house no matter what. So it is going to be a while before they see each other. Mm -hmm. So I can understand not wanting to. I would almost be afraid like am I going to come out of here thinking you're my boyfriend. And then you have just like moved on. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of variables. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot going on. No pressure to them. (laughs) Hope it works out for the best um for them i mean personally i would love to add i I could really go either way as far as uh chrysalis i think is how people are referring to them uh (laughs) i could you know i don't really have an opinion either way but i always Uh love having another added relationship that has been successful due to big brother so that's true that's true it's it seems to be the best matchmaking show out there yeah Um, it's just a byproduct i guess it is you know locked in a house you're bound to bound to find something i noticed that julie said that and i was like i feel like julie is just using this word like i don't feel like this is actually like right i mean it's easier to say that than like 
well, this is Christian. Alyssa's like flirt mance, show mance, not really sure what their title is. <laughs> exactly. She's like, I'm on a time limit here. We got to, you know, keep yeah, it going. Her boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. House boyfriend is probably an accurate statement. You True. Know, within, the, within the BB house, they are. Right. In a show, show mance ship or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. Good luck to them. I guess we'll see uh, what the future holds for them yes. outside of this. But I'm excited to move on to the jury and people got to know that jury management is becoming a real thing. So. Yes gonna be interesting and it'll be even interesting julie so we didn't get an hoh competition on the live show but julie did drop the new twist that we have now that the teams are over it's gonna be a fun one i always love when america's involved i feel like that's a some people don't really like that but to me it's like you got to take advantage that the show is happening in real time so exactly i love it especially if it goes my way then i really love it (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> and I do think it will. Like, I feel like America is on the same same wavelength. Yeah, so. I feel like for the most part, I'm usually on the same side as America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in I the think majority, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think it'll be, I think it's going to be a good element. Mm-hmm. So, well, do you know who won HOH? I do. I know a lot more than, I'm not going to say a lot more than I should because it's, what I wanted to learn, so. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I know who won HOH, which, I mean, we are recording on a Sunday, so the the HOH competition will have happened. Do you know? I don't. You can tell me. Do you have a guess? I really don't, because I... Since we didn't do the competition on the air, I don't even know what the competition was. I assume it was like a mental comp based on the way they were dressed. Yeah, I don't... Or a look. I don't know the details of the HOH competition, so I have no idea what exactly it was but that's probably a, mm-hmm. a fair guess uh kylan won head of household once Ooh, again okay well yes. again i have mixed feelings <laughs> <laughs> happy for him but these yeah. people in their multiple wins um are i haven't caught up today on what all i missed i watched probably like three hours of feeds yesterday <laughs> so i awesome. feel like i caught up yeah. on a lot um, apparently uh-huh. Otev is being played this week, so Ooh, I personally yeah. I'm a big Otev fan, so I'm excited about that. So it was <laughs> Me fun. Me too, but I've, I have said this before, it almost never works in my favor. True. So, <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know, I guess it depends on who's at risk. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely excited to see how it plays out yeah. with Kylan and his nominees and the competitions to come, so... Mm-hmm. It's getting getting down to the wire where you gotta start cutting people you like it's and true. are close with. So that's when the real the real game starts. Yep. So I'm excited. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, I think that's it for this week's chat about Big Brother. Um, definitely subscribe to our show if you want to follow along with us for the rest of the season. We'll be talking about all of it. You can. Um, let us know your thoughts um, by leaving a rating or a, rev- a review, what you want to hear us talk about in the future, what drinks you want us to have. Join our Discord. Let us know. We've got a whole Big Brother channel, so you can come <laughs> tell us all of your thoughts. Also, follow us on Instagram for more drink polls and things yes. like that in the future. 
and uh, recipes. We love to share that. And we're also on Twitter where we often live tweet the episodes or let y'all know our thoughts about any of the shows we are watching. So, yes, yes, I haven't even mentioned that The Bachelorette ended and it was quite the ending. So, yes, I'll touch on that. (laughs) (sighs) It was it was painful to to watch. Oh, gosh, (laughs) to be honest. Uh, but that's for another time. I'll leave you on that. <laughs> Can't wait to hear about it. Yes. Thank you so much. Like what Callan said, we appreciate your support. We appreciate you listening and interacting with us. And we're excited to keep on going down this train. It's fun. <laughs> so until next time, I'm Anna. I'm Callan. Expect the unexpected.